Thank you for joining us today in our study of First Peter. Today on Drawing Near, Peter summarizes his call to humble living. He continues to address relationships in the church and explains why we are to live in a lowly state of mind. So take your Bible and turn to 1 Peter chapter 5 and join us as we study God Cares for You. As we prepare for our study today, would you join me in prayer? Our Heavenly Father and Lord, our Savior, our Creator, we thank you so much for your love and your care toward us. You loved us so much that while we were yet sinners, you sent Jesus to die on the cross to pay for our sin, that we might be forgiven and have eternal life. I thank you, Father, for this blessing, for this grace. And Father, we pray that you would give us understanding and wisdom through the presence and power of your Holy Spirit in our lives, that we might understand this passage, that we might retain that knowledge and use it day by day in our effort to live for Jesus Christ. Guide and direct us today. Be pleased with our efforts. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning in verse 5, we read, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. This word likewise continues the thought that just as the elders or the shepherds of the church are to submit themselves to the needs of the people, they're to shepherd the flock among them, they're to care for them, love them, watch over them. In the same manner, these individuals in verse 5 are to submit to their elders. Now, unfortunately, the word younger people in our translation today is probably not very accurate. Some translations say younger people. Some translations say younger men. Some translations just simply say younger. The word literally doesn't have people or men in it at all. It is the word new. Literally, in the original language, this phrase says, you new ones, submit yourselves to your elders. It's probably the idea of newer believers submitting to their pastors and shepherds as opposed to younger people submitting to older people. Either way, the Bible is very, very clear that we are all to submit ourselves to one another. So certainly, the people in the church are to submit themselves to their shepherds, to their pastors, and younger people are to be submissive to older people. In the same way, shepherds are to be submissive to the needs of their people, and the elders are to serve the younger people as well. We see that more clearly in the second part of verse 5, where it says, Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. A Christian is to be submissive in every relationship that he or she has, whether it's in the home, in the workplace, in the marketplace, or the church. We are to clothe ourselves with humility. We are reminded of Philippians chapter 2 where Paul tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We are to think like Christ Jesus. How did he think? Well, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. We must keep that in mind. We are followers of the Lord Jesus. We are to live like he lived. We are to have the same mindset, which flows out in our everyday living. That mindset is a humble mindset, humble in our relationships with others, obedient 
to God. Now, just in case you've missed it, this letter has talked about suffering and submission. That's the primary focus of this letter. So what is the relationship between suffering and submission? Well, it should be pretty obvious. If we live submissively to others, in all likelihood, others are going to take advantage of us. The people around us do not live humble or submissive to God or to us. So therefore, in many of our relationships, this humble, submissive servant attitude is going to be one-sided. We are going to suffer with the sinful attitudes of the world around us. So it's clear that God expects us to submit ourselves, even if submitting ourselves results in our suffering. But as we submit ourselves to God and therefore to one another, if we suffer, we suffer like Christ, and we honor and glorify Christ in our suffering. As believers, we should be pleased to suffer as Christ suffered, because that means we are living like Christ lived. We don't pursue suffering. We don't try to suffer simply so that we are blessed. But when that suffering comes, we accept it humbly and patiently. We are long-suffering. And yet we need to also acknowledge that part of our suffering with submission is the fact that we do not want to submit. We would rather resist. We would rather be prideful or live for ourselves as to be humble and submit to the needs of other people. Now, you may not like that assessment, but that's at the heart of all sinfulness and conflict. So notice what it says in the last part of verse 5. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. There are only two types of people in the world, the saved and the lost. And among those who are saved, there are only two types of people again. There are those who are saved and live their lives more or less in pride, and there are those who are humble. Now, hopefully all believers are humble to some degree. It's hard to imagine anyone becoming a believer without humbling themselves before the Lord, repenting of their sin, and trusting in Jesus Christ, and then seeking to grow in their faith through humility to God. So, we need to know, if you are not living humbly in a particular relationship, then you are living pridefully. You are looking out for your own needs. You are serving yourself. We need to understand, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. I need the grace of God in my life, and I need that grace to live the way God calls me to. So I need to seek to live humbly, and as I seek to live humbly, then I experience God's grace that enables me to live humbly in a lowly frame of mind, to suffer with that submissive lifestyle, and God gives me the grace, the strength, to do what I need to do. If I choose to reject God's command, if I refuse to be humble and submissive, then I'm going to go it alone. God is not going to help me to live pridefully. Then in verse 6, we're told, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. This is a biblical principle. We're told again in Philippians 2 that as Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the cross, Therefore, God highly exalted him. We are told in Scripture that when we humble ourselves, God exalts us. 
Now, he may not exalt us in this lifetime. He may. But in all likelihood, our exaltation, our being raised up, is going to happen in eternity. So we need to look forward to that future blessing. Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame, for the joy that was before him. That's what we're told in Hebrews chapter 12. We are to humble ourselves and suffer as believers following the example of Christ. We are to live submissively in order that God may exalt us in due time. We must always look forward to that hope that is within us, that eternal hope that is ahead. God's hand is a mighty hand. And when we humble ourselves and live submissively, we need to understand we are yielding to his mighty hand. And we are relying on his mighty hand to provide for us and to give us strength as we live humbly and submissively. Then verse 7 tells us that we are to do this. We're to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, casting all our care upon him, for he cares for you. Literally, as we suffer, as we submit, as we live lowly before God and people, we are going to have needs. We are going to hurt. We're going to have things that need to be addressed. And we are to cast our cares, our worries, our anxieties, our sufferings upon God, knowing that he cares for us. This is clear teaching on how we are to suffer for Christ. We are to submit. We are to suffer. We are to do what God calls us to do. And as we do so, we're to call on him for strength and for help. We're to pray for those who are causing us harm or causing us suffering. We're to pray for ourselves as we desire to resist being humble and submissive. We are to cast our care upon him, for he cares for us. And praise the Lord that he cares for us. We know that he does because of how he sent Jesus to die on the cross to pay for our sin. We know the way he provides for us day by day, answering our prayers. We know we can cast our care upon him and know his peace in the midst of suffering because he cares for us. And he has demonstrated this so many times. Father in heaven, we thank you for your great care for us, your love for us, which you have demonstrated over and over again in every conceivable way. Father, help us to trust you by faith, not only to obey your instructions, but as we seek to obey, help us to call upon you, to rely upon your grace and mercy, to cast our cares upon you and to know your peace in the midst of suffering. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.